Welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a non-partisan, non-profit, empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. We are South Asian voices for South Asian voters. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org and find us on all social media platforms. This is Alishma Javed, Wise Up Texas intern and today's host. I just wanted to remind everyone of these two upcoming elections. In May, there is a local election on May 7th. Early voting for that is April 25th to May 3rd. The other important election is the primary runoffs on May 24th. And just wanted to emphasize to not let these um, May elections sort of fly by without making your voice heard, especially with these local races. Do not sleep on these local races um, in this big election year. And then, of course, there's the midterm election on November 8th. And it's going to be here before we know it. So make sure not only mark your calendars, but make sure you study up on your ballot through resources such as vote411.org, as well as our own website, where we sort of explain not only what you can find your ballot, but what each position means on our website, wiseuptx.com. And now I wanted to introduce our guest today, um, Alex Cornwallis, who is running as the Democratic nominee for the State Board of Education in place 12. Welcome, Alex. Welcome. And thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Hi, everyone. Good to be here. Thank you so much for being here. Um, just wanted to give a little bit of context about what this seat is, is Texas is holding an election for all 15 seats of the Texas State Board of Education this November. The board is composed of 15 members. Each are elected to a four-year term, and they represent one of the state's 15 education districts, and they represent about 1.8 million Texans. So today we're talking about specifically for District 12. Alex is one of the candidates you'll see on your ballot in this November election if you're in Collin County and certain parts of Dallas County. He won the Democratic ticket in the primary election back in March, and he's now running against Pam Little, the Republican incumbent. So welcome again, Alex. Just wanted to give you a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a bit more about who you are and your background. Absolutely. Thank you so much again. So I'm Alex Cornwallis, and professionally, I'm a senior cloud architect, and I'm employed at a world-renowned high-tech industry. I live in Collin County with my wife and five children. And my children go to the elementary school here in the school district. Now, I came here in the United States as a student 27 years ago. And I must say that I have had the privilege to work with the greatest educators and earn my way through education professional development here in the US. Now, I must say, if I didn't have had the great primary education prior to my arrival here in the US, I would not have been as successful as I am today. Now, I'm a South Asian American, and we, as you know, as we all know, we South Asian Americans have a tremendous culture with the background that is 10,000 years of history and and have gone through a lot of empires. So I'm very proud to represent the voice of South Asian Americans in the State Board of Education. Thank you. Thank you for explaining a little bit more about yourself. Um, I want to sort of transition to the role of being on the State Board of Education for people who might not be familiar about you know who they are and sort of the things that they d- decide on. So can you kind of sort of explain that and see how it relates to the position of our school board as well? Sure, absolutely. First, I want to um, kind of give a brief description of what, what area does it cover? Yeah. So the State Board of Education for the District 12, it has 12 counties in it. Now, the entire Collin County is in that district, which means that if you live anywhere in Collin County, you would be in this district. Now, it also has some part of Dallas and Denton and nine other counties. But, you know, when you go to the ballot, right, it will automatically populate. You'll see me in there if you are in my district. So no worries on that part. Now, this State Board of Education position, it's an elected 
government position. Even though it talks about state education, it is a government position. Now, you would vote for this position just like you would vote for, um, let's say, for your congressman for any position. You will go to the same voting place along with other position, and in one single ballot, you will, you will, you will, you will cast your vote. Now, what does this position do? Well, this position sits on top of all the school boards that you have in your area. So let's say if you, if, if you live in Allen, there's a school board while this position sits on top of that. If you're in Plano, there's a school board that sits on top of that. Now, this position, what, what it does is that it develops the curriculum. Well, there's a lot of other function, but the function that people talk most is that we develop the curriculum. We develop the instruction materials. We develop the standards for your teacher certification. So in other words, if you, are, if you have a question or if you're not happy with the curriculum that your children are learning at a school, well, guess where it came from? From the State Board of Education, from your district. Yeah, I feel like, thank you for explaining that. I feel like we forget the people in charge of mm -hmm. what people's kids are learning. And like you said, if people are unhappy with the curriculum or the standards, we know who to keep accountable. So thank you for explaining sort of the big picture of what someone in the seat does. I want to sort of get into if elected, what changes would you want to make or issues that you want to prioritize that would affect education? What do you want to sort of accomplish in your time? Sure, absolutely. Well, first of all, there's some changes that I'll make when I get elected. I'll bring educational equity in all the schools in the district. Now, you see, our instruction quality and facility, even teacher-student ratios, are not equally distributed. Some part of Frisco would have a huge high ratio and parents are frustrated. And in some parts, it's not. There's no standardization. And in some parts of the district, let's say some parts of Allen or somewhere, someone is not happy with the school district because they didn't get enough. There's not a good score in that. Well, how is that? We are one whole single district. I wanna make sure, and we all pay taxes. I wanna make sure there's an equity so that everyone follows the same standards and we all rise up together. Now, that's one. Now, the other thing that I'll fix is the curriculum. Our curriculum is so antiquated. It has been developed in the 1950s and has not been updated significantly since then. I'm going to make sure that it is modern. It teaches what a student needs at the moment right now. It teaches so that, you know, when you graduate from high school, you're interested and you actually go to majors and, and, and enroll in something that actually brings and gives you a proper job. It trains you so that you can be productive citizens, not just any, any education, but it's a productive education. So, so that's what I will do. Now, the other thing that I'll do, being that we're South Asian and this district has a huge number of South Asian, we are one of the highest income top tax-paying culture here, South Asians. But what is lacking is the South Asian Studies Program. When I get elected, that's something that I will form a committee to develop a curriculum like that, is studies like that. Now, why is, it, why is it so important? Well, here's the thing though. I want my children to know about our South Asian heritage. I want my children to understand and learn what our culture means. I want your children to learn and understand what it is to be a South Asian. Now, when, when, and what happens when your children learn about your culture? 
It's a matter of self-esteem. They get a huge boost in there. They know that they're offsprings of a great culture. They're not just a, a brown kid that others will bully on them. They're not that. They're South Asian. They're offsprings of South Asians who have survived thousands of years. And when that self-esteem embeds in your child, he or she will dare to run for even for the president of the United States one day. And that is what I intend to do, to instill yeah, that. Now that we're talking about South Asian identity, I wanted to talk about how your South Asian identity, you mentioned it before about your education background, but how it's impacted your campaign, your motivation for running, and sort of why diversity matters when it comes to education and in this seat. Sure. So one of the things that we South Asians have in our culture is that we have this enormous amount of respect for education and for our teachers. Um, in all the thousands of languages that we have in our South Asian culture, we all have many special names for our teacher out of respect. Some, some of us are guru and a lot of other respectful names. So as a South Asian and as a South Asian parent, I put a lot of emphasis on education. When I came to the United States 27 years ago, I came in and I realized I'm one of the smartest kids in college. Well, I thought it was just me. Then I quickly realized our, my South Asian <laughs> fellow students are also pretty smart. But the main point here is that when we came here, we had a very strong primary education. So as a South Asian, we have a lot of, we put a lot of emphasis on that. Now the curriculum here lacks that. There isn't a whole lot of emphasis on the education. And this is something you can learn from a South Asian culture that respect education, put a lot of emphasis on it. So I want to make sure that I develop the curriculum and set it up in such a way, put proper emphasis in such a way that my children who are born here, South Asian American, will, would follow our footstep, their forefathers' footstep, and earn their way in the society as well. Thank you so much for explaining that. And just to sort of wrap up, um, to, for voters to learn more information about you, where can listeners go? And sort of any last thoughts about why people should vote in this election year? Absolutely. You know, um, several years back, we South Asians, well, well um, any minority populations were way too busy um, trying to make a living. And they didn't necessarily, they felt that they didn't necessarily have time to go out and vote. But that's not the case. Slowly we're realizing voting is a part of our life. It has to happen. So go out and vote. This election, right, is in November. It's also called the midterm election. Now, it is a very important to vote in this election. Just like any presidential election, it's very important to vote in this midterm election. There is, you are going to select your congressman in your area. You're going to select your governor. You're going to select your state board of education member in your area. Now, now it is very easy to go out and vote. All you have to do is just take your ID and just go. Take your driver's license or ID, just go and and and. The rest is easy. They will guide you through there. You'll be greeted with a friendly person in there. It literally takes you three to five minutes. There will be no line. All you do is just show your ID. You'll be guided to a ballot screen. And then from your name, all the candidates that are in your district will, will be pulled out automatically. You don't have to say, oh, 
I have to find Alex. No, it's going to be there on your screen. You just simply have to click on it and just simply click submit and walk out. It's as easy as that. But you have to go before the last day to vote. And that is how. Now, one final thing I want to mention about the voting part is that, you know, it's very hard to fathom or it's very hard to understand that such a small step that you would take just to go out and vote, just cast your vote, actually makes a big difference in your life. Because you will select your congressman, you will select your board of education, and they will make decision with your tax money. And that will affect your life. Now, think about this. If you don't go to vote, someone else will go and vote for of their choice, candidate of their choice. And, and they will rip the benefits of your tax money. Your tax money will be taken and used in other ways that you necessarily didn't want it to be used. You worked hard for your money. So it's your vote. It's your elected official. So please do go out and vote. It's just a small step, but it makes a big difference in your life. Thank you so much, Alex, for inspiring our listeners, specifically our South Asian community, to go out and vote in the, these upcoming elections. And thank you so much for joining us today. That concludes our interview. Lies of Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit. We welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian folks. Rise of Texas does not endorse any candidates or political party. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on Radio Azad and BFW. Please subscribe and share and thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving your hoop with Rise of Texas.